Hi, welcome to Demon and Blob. I'm Zaya. I'm Torian. And welcome to session number six. Distancing. Like we <laughs> promised before, we thought it would be a great idea to talk about it now, especially with COVID being around and everybody being forced to distance with other people from other people. So, yeah. We all have um, experiences other than COVID related with distancing with people. So, we'll get into it. Who should go first? I think the first thing is like, have you distanced from anyone because of COVID? Because, okay, here's a big thing that happened to me re regarding like distancing other, with other, uh, from other people school related. Because school was just very stressful and a lot like as it should be school related, less friendships and more like focused on actual learning, there was a lot of people I talked to that were just sort of this classmate situation where I just talked to them, where I helped yeah, them. Yeah, it's like, it's not even like you're actually acquainted, you're just, you consider them, oh, they're my classmate, they're my schoolmate, you know? Yeah, we have each other's numbers, we talk, but we never actually, like, hang out or enjoy each other's company. We just, hey, can you help me with this question? And then you help them if, you, if they need help. So I, my friend circle, which wasn't actually my friend circle, was reduced to four people? <laughs> You mean like, oh, around the time quarantine started? Like yeah, last year. when oh. quarantine started. I mean, I still have a lot of friends who, for example, on my birthday, I made a Discord server and everybody showed up, said happy birthday, and it, it was, was great. But I, n I don't talk to those people on a daily basis. I only talk to, like, two and a half people on a daily basis, and Same. two of them are Torium. <laughs> We have a group with both of our devices because she logged in. Yeah, it's with, a whole with story. two Apple IDs on her iPad and iPhone. So um, there's two of her and one of me because I didn't do that. <laughs> yep. So and then I talk now and then I talk to other people, but it's mostly just Torium. We do work together even though we have different classes. We try to help each other. Yeah, we usually have a meet open, and then we just kind of hang out. We made a Google Meet. Um, if you didn't know, you could schedule Google Meets. And we scheduled one for like four months long. And every time we want to like meet up and talk, like online, we just say like, go to the meet. And then we just kind of... Yeah, it's, it's, this, it's the same link, it's the same meet. So I literally have it bookmarked, and I just click on the button. We're treating it like if we were to like have an actual study session and meet up at the library and study individually, but instead we're just doing it over call. Fun! Now, right now, how did you like deal with distancing with COVID? I think, well, I haven't actually distanced because I don't have friends like pretty much at all it's literally you and then my cousin and then i have a few other people that i talk to which is like two people but we don't talk every single day but we do definitely do catch up um mainly for school but outside of school i mainly talk to my cousin and then zaya so. <laughs> it's really funny because sometimes either of us just falls off the grid for like a day and we're like mm, it's very quiet today yeah. Sometimes I just forget to charge my phone, or I mean that's kind of irrelevant because I have my computer. But, um, but like sometimes I I turn on do not disturb mode because I do something, or 
I just don't register notifications. Or I do and then I'm like, I'm gonna answer right after I finish this and I completely forget. Yeah. For the rest of the day. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my god, I am so sorry. Because, I mean, my one lasting, like, friendship. <laughs> I mean, I think seven years is nothing, like, small. It gets a very good... It's my closest thing to a childhood friend. Um... I have one, like, genuine childhood friend whom I known before, like, I can actually remember. That's my one friend from Israel, which I'll get into in a second. Um, so I know we, we talk every now and then, and we have an awesome relationship, and even though we don't talk every day and not even every week, we have, like, we have a solid relationship. I think that's one thing that, um... To keep in mind, especially when dealing with distancing, you don't have to contact someone every single day to mean that you're still close or something, because, you know, everyone's gonna have their own life one day, and especially when we grow older, I don't think we're gonna be talking every single day like we are now, but I don't think that necessarily means... That we're not friends anymore. Right, so distance isn't always bad, I think. I think people just don't know how to deal with distance because people from a very young age they see all their friends every day all the time and then for them going going off to college moving away getting a job different from your friends for them it means that that's the end of the relationship because they stop seeing them but oh, yeah, I think it's true it's because they don't know how to deal with it because they've never had to put the effort in before and it's not they don't know how to keep the relationship alive I think, yeah, I feel like a lot of people after high school don't have, they don't talk to the same people because they feel like, oh, after high school, I don't, even if we did have a pretty good relationship, it's like, we don't have a reason or a purpose to contact each other anymore, which I don't necessarily think is true. It's like, you can still contact someone even if, you know, there is distance. I think we've been, me and Zaya have dealt with this because we actually went to different uh, junior highs, but we still kept in touch, and now we're like, um, we talk like every day now. I think, it, well, I'm not gonna say it's thanks to me, but I think both of us, like, value Effort. our- That's yeah, what we did. We both value the relationship enough that, you, like, I remember when we didn't talk for like a month, and then afterwards, it's amazing, you know? People our age think that if you stop talking, it's that's that's it, that's the end mm -hmm. of the line. But I think it's amazing when you don't talk to somebody who you are close to for like a month, two months, five months, and then you, you get you like you get on a call and then you have so much to catch up on and so much yeah. exciting things to talk about. And I think that's amazing. And people who give up on relationships and don't just pick up the phone, text somebody or call somebody, they give up like early on and I think that's very sad and they miss out because mm -hmm. it really is amazing for example my mom's best friend she lives in Canada and they rarely ever talk like a couple of times a year but when they do talk they talk forever and I think <laughs> they're high school friends actually so <laughs> I've heard so many random stories about her um, Actually, she's a nurse and she was there when I was born and she kept running into the room where my mom was giving birth And she was like you're not allowed to give birth without me and she'd run away back to her job and come back and say the same thing oh, I think <laughs> Yeah, that was really cute um, and 
so that's the thing about distancing and i think it's very sad that people don't like appreciate relationships enough and don't understand how important they are especially this is what annoys me people our age refuse to put in the effort of like being friends with other people and talking to other people and opening themselves up and and participating in a relationship because a relationship can't be a one-sided thing mm, even yeah. if it's just friendship you can't talk to a wall i mean you can right. but <laughs> can't promise that the wall will talk back i feel like if you expect the other person to be the only one to put in effort in the relationship then it's not really gonna work yeah that's one-sided and my point is that they start like saying platonic or romantic like either way relationships yeah. need both parties yeah so my point was that people say that they're alone and they don't have anybody and that like they don't have any friends I mean, we say it as a joke, we know we have each other, but people people who say it seriously and they fall into depression, and I'm not saying it's their fault, I'm just saying that if they could put in the effort of being friends with somebody, if it's somebody else's fault and they, like, push them out of their life and they feel alone, that's totally normal. Like, I definitely get it. Get into that in a second, too. But I think it's definitely not saying it's people's fault, but... Sometimes I think people think that they're alone and they don't want to reach out anymore and they blame it on the fact that, you know, distance happened, you know? Yeah, I think it's because, well, it's not necessarily their fault for not putting in the effort. I think it's um, the people around them who, the way the social circle for kids is created is you see the same people every day for the same amount of time, you have something to talk about, and it's the same thing every day. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it gets cut off and you're alone and you don't see those people every day anymore and you're used to not putting in the effort so all of a sudden what you've always been doing isn't enough and that puts you in a position where you're alone and you don't know what to do and that's where it comes from and it's not necessarily their fault that they're not used to it because they've never had to before so then you start blaming it on the fact that you distance and then you don't but you don't even really realize it and then and then because you blame it on distance, you actually grow apart. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now here I have an example, personal experience, where um, somebody was very mean to me and I ended up cutting them out of my life because I felt like I wasn't, I didn't want to be in their life either. Um, so. There's these two girls, let's call them girl A and girl B. Girl A was my best friend and she, we have a different story with her, with her entirely. Um, Girl B was a friend I have been friends with for two years at the time and basically what happened was it was girl B's birthday. Wait, no. Which one did I say my best friend was? Girl A. Girl A's my best friend. I'm just gonna call her my best friend. Uh, it was my best friend's at the time birthdays and I and girl B went to her birthday it was just us two because we 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 sort of were like the the gang like the friends who always hang out together that this was the other school where Toriam and I didn't go to the same school junior high <laughs> fun but uh, doesn't junior high mean middle school no I think I, I call it that at least like freshman sophomore I call it junior I think high. it's just weird that our city has 
middle school and then high school 9th and 10th grade and then senior high school 11th and 12th grade anyway so we went out and during the the time we were hanging out girl b she was like hey do you both want to come over to my house for a sleepover during break and we were all very excited and because i i don't have too many friends as we've said stated before um I rely mostly on quality over quantity, as you can tell with Torium. <laughs> I provide quality, comfort, and comedy. Uh, we've been <laughs> friends for seven years. She was like, um, I don't think she really does, but she could think that if she wants. <laughs> so, the day the break started, Girl B texted me and said that her parents canceled the sleepover and that um, I couldn't come over anymore and that it was just it and I from my perspective it was completely fine because I've had my parents change my mind or plans come up and things like that so I thought it's all good I said it's fine I understand everything's fine now about half a week goes by um, to the day after we planned our sleepover and my best friend the one who was also invited to girl B's sleepover she texts me and she says why weren't you there? And it just sort of... It hurt, you know? She lied to me, and I don't appreciate being lied to. Like, being lied to, especially on, like, stuff like this. Like, I would have understood if she didn't like me. You know, people have preferences. I don't like certain people, and everybody's like that. It's completely normal. And I would have understood, even if we were friends for two years, and if she would just come out and said... I don't really like you, I don't really want to be friends, I would have been, well, maybe I would have been a little upset because nobody but likes- At least, I think it was like the fact that she was honest might be better than yeah. hiding it. Yeah, I would have, I would have been completely, like, well, not completely, I would have accepted it, but I wouldn't, I, I would have been a little upset because we were friends for two years and I thought of her as a, as a close enough friend to talk to about personal things, and she hides the fact and I don't know it it got me really upset I tried to have her explain to me what happened and why she lied but she refused to acknowledge the fact that she lied and I didn't really want people like that in my life so I ended up um, stopped talking to her I I didn't want to be rude to her I didn't want to like have a fight with her I just I didn't I stopped putting in the effort of talking to her and just spending time with her because I felt like I didn't want to do that anymore because she she didn't have the guts to be honest with me. I think also cutting off toxic people is completely okay and important I think but some people I feel like are scared of distancing themselves even if people are toxic. Because it's because it's hard because you come to rely on people and you're yeah. used to things and again people don't really like to live in the unknown and experience new things mm -hmm. especially when it comes to personal like state of being. Yeah that's why I think distancing is a really interesting thing because sometimes again I think distancing can be a good thing. Um, <laughs> Her cat is still here. Yeah, she came to visit. She's making a very cute face. Um, here's another story. In another thing that I think is fine to cut.
cut off a relationship. My best friend, the other friend in that story, um, her mom and I didn't really get along. Well, not from my side. <laughs> she was really nice to me. I, I don't know, maybe it was just... I mean, nobody wants to be rude to people face to face. But she and I ended up finding out that she really didn't like me for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I don't really understand why, because I try to be an honest person. I, I do my schoolwork, I get good grades, well, good enough grades. I basically my entire life is just studying and I don't have too many friends. I, I feel I'm a responsible person because I have a younger sibling and I feel responsible for them. I don't do drugs. I don't hang out with boys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how do you want me to phrase that. I'm 17 and I I feel like I'm the response on the responsible side of that spectrum. Yeah, that's yeah, but I feel like a lot of people I'm the are parents a lot. ideal. That's yeah, that's not good. I'm like if if a guy's parents meet me, they love me. <laughs> they would love me. I actually, I did end up dating somebody, and um, their parents still ask about me, which I feel is very, like, it's the ultimate win when your boyfriend's parents like you your more ex. than their child. No, in general, like, if you oh. get married or if you date somebody and the parents like you more than their own child, that's a win right there. Yeah. It's like, that's the life you want. Because, you know, like, in-laws are known for being, like, unhappy with who their child ended up with. Yeah, that's like a stereotype, but yeah, I get it. I strive to be a parent's favorite. <laughs> um, so her mom really didn't like me, and we, we tried to stay friends through that, but there was another issue with that other friend where she kept being friends with her, and I thought that was really unfair to me because she showed her character, she showed her personality, and she chose to ignore that and continue being friends with her. And we, we kept, like, small fights like this came, kept, like, coming up. And at some point, she got really upset because her mom said something about me, and we just cut off all contact. And I haven't talked to her in about a year and a half now. But it was really hard getting over that because she basically got me through my experience with high school with like the first two years where I was in a different school because being a new kid is really hard it's and it's kind of sad. I, I had Torium once I got into 11th grade. We went to the same school again. But like without people that you know, it's, it's like you don't have anything to hide behind. People can only judge you for you, and you can't, like, avoid judgment of new people with by being with people with, that you know. And it's really sad <laughs> being the wow. new kid. It's yeah. lonely. But, you know, I'm alive. It's okay. We lived. <laughs> it's a nice... It's, it's a... I wouldn't say it's a nice experience. It's a good experience. Because... A healthy experience, I think. Well, not, not healthy. healthy. Like, it's, like, useful. A, a needed experience. Yeah, because everybody goes through that. Everybody goes to a new college. Everybody goes to a new job. Everybody moves somewhere. Nobody stays the same throughout their entire life. Which goes back to our episode about change. change. <laughs> Feel free to go listen to that one. We had a lot of fun recording that one, even though it kind of went that sideways. Was, yeah. <laughs> we ended up going on a tangent, but we enjoyed it. 
Um, here's another. I have a lot of stories about distancing because I ended up moving countries and lost contact with a lot of my friends who were really important to me. And I know what it's like to not know how to pick up the phone and call them and talk to them. I know what it's like to be, like, stuck. But I feel like I... I keep enough contact with them that it's fine, that if one day I show up, they'd recognize me and they'd, like, we could talk and everything would be fine. We have a good relationship enough, like, an, an enough good of, like, a level where I don't need to be friends with them closer anymore than this because, I mean, we'll always be childhood friends and I always say happy birthday and... I mean, they don't speak English, or some of my friends, most of the ones that I cut off contact with, they don't speak Russian or English, my two fluent languages, and I find it really hard to communicate with somebody when you don't know the language. I plan on relearning Hebrew once I'm out of high school, so that I can, I mean, it's not just for those people. It's for myself too, It's and it's for, I mean, it's the place where I'm from, so I want to go back there and, and visit, and I have family there, and there's a lot of important people. Here's another thing. Um, you don't only distance from friends, you can also be distanced from your family. Ooh, that's a good one. That's, yeah, yeah. that's like, it's not something you can help, especially when you move, but... If you appreciate your family and you feel like you need them in or okay if you need somebody in your life and you feel alone I feel like the first people you should turn to are your family if you're in a stable family situation I think not just family but just anyone you can consider to be your family you know yeah. Do you have any experiences with... With distancing, distancing from my family? Yeah. Well, not just family, just distancing. Distancing. Well, I've had a lot of experiences with distancing. Because I feel like I've always... Growing up, I've always... I've had, like, you know, that one friend. And then we just eventually just grow apart. Because usually, it usually ends with, oh, you're annoying. And then, you know, kind of ends. People our age really aren't nice. Yeah, they're not. I feel like... When I was younger, I probably wouldn't have understood, and I probably would have been sad about it, because unlike Zaya, I'm not- I wasn't as mature as a kid. Well, I'm oh, not saying I'm not- I was not mature. Not, yeah, I but I feel like- mature. I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but- but now- I feel like gained I, emotional, um- We both have emotional maturity, I definitely think. Like, we were both, um, irrational in a lot of senses, but- I think we're at a point in our life where we're kind of just we're like- naive. We were. Like, I, I feel like we still are with just life experiences in general, but relationship-wise, I feel like we can understand yeah. when... Uh, but I'm going to say that people, when in toxic relationships, they don't, like, most of the times they don't recognize it, and that's mm -hmm. why it's hard for them to get out of it. So it doesn't really matter if you have emotional maturity, it's, like, a situ by situation basis. Yeah, but I definitely think now we are at a pretty good point at least to know like who we want to keep close and who we want to distance ourselves from so distancing is sometimes natural and sometimes it's like you have to um, purposely distance yourself and again that's not a bad thing i think sometimes it's needed yeah always put yourself your health above 
other people. I mean, I mean, if not like not like not either you die or you die. I yeah, mean, like but I mean, it prioritize yourself. Yeah, don't forget that. Don't don't be afraid of hurting somebody if they're hurting you. Just get out of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Friends, distancing experiences. I'm trying to think. I don't have like an exact. Yeah, I feel like my. Lot. You definitely have a more <laughs> clear image. Yeah. I think the only experience I had was like in sixth grade. So there was like a new kid, and then we became friends, and we were like really close for some time. But then they started becoming like more like popular. It's like really cliche, honestly. Like, but you know, they started becoming more popular, and they started like cutting me off. And then they moved. That's when you became friends with me. That was before. No, I met you before them. But like I we, mean, we weren't really close for a long time. We weren't close in that close in sixth grade. Well, we started contacting each other in sixth grade because you WhatsApp me, and I was like, oh, yeah. I, I, at first I was confused. I was like, does she know how to speak English? I was actually like, I didn't know how to text you because I was like, does she even understand what I'm saying? And that was in sixth grade though. And then we became close in seventh grade because of history. And then we became really close in eighth grade. I mean, I feel like we grew closer in seventh grade because we had another class together. Yeah. And then in eighth grade, we didn't have any classes together, but we sat together during lunch. Yeah, so we're still close. One memory I have, just this really specific and weird memory I have of Torium, oh, is <laughs> when we sat together during lunch, she would sit next to me on my left side. And, oh. and when we talk, she talk about something like frustrating or funny or something. She like hit her head on my left shoulder, and it was it's, like... it was really what was my fun one of my funniest memories. And I think it's like a nice like thing yeah, to have. Yeah, I think. And it's it's it's. Funny. I didn't even notice until she called it out. I was like, oh. I was like, hey, my shoulder kind of. Hurts. Because I started doing it instinctively. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't even know. I mean, I think that's a very good sign that we were getting closer because usually, especially in America and in Texas where people like their space, you wouldn't get close to someone. But, and even as children, like, you like your personal space. You don't just walk up to people and just, like, you know? And I, I think that was, like, an impo- like, it was a natural sort of thing that happened because we became closer friends. Yeah, but I completely forgot about that, actually. Her cat is still here and sleeping. She's very cute. (laughs) Um, well, our point is that I probably have more distancing uh, experiences. actual experiences. Mine's are the same. Like, she has more, like, um, clear experiences. Every single one of mine, let's just give a summary. It's... We become really close. They tell me I'm annoying. I'm like, oh. And then they just move or something to like another city. The oh, end. This reminds me of another thing. And I feel like this is a great example of a healthy distance relationship. Ooh, my those are nice. In sixth grade, while Toriam and I weren't very close yet, uh, I had, well, I'm, I, I speak flu- Russian fluently. And this girl, she was from Belarus, and she'd lived there for a couple years longer than me, so she spoke English very well, and she was also fluent in Russian. And 
we at first it started off awkward like all relationships do but we started to become closer our families got really close and it was really really nice because she had a sibling the same age as my sibling and they got along really well and it, it was a really nice thing to have to just because all of my childhood friends whose parents were friends with my parents they were in another country we we couldn't I, I didn't have anybody to hang out with who also had somebody for my brother and for my parents so we would all enjoy somebody's company together and everybody who has childhood friends and doesn't move uh, when they're a child uh, I feel like it's something people take for granted because ever since we moved I find it really hard to hang out with my parents friends because all of their children are either going gone off to college and they're not at their home anymore or they're too young like five to like ten years old and my brother often has somebody that he connects with because those kids play video games or well he's younger than me so and uh, I always find it hard because I end up babysitting or I end up alone whenever we go out and it's really not fun because you don't you don't have that connection with a person your age so when that friend um, she ended up moving away at the end of sixth grade when we met so we were friends for a year because of her parents jobs and she moved like across the nation to like Michigan I think she lives in Ohio now she moved again um, and I, I lost contact with her for a while. Well, when she first moved, we talked and we texted almost um, every every day, every week. And then it just grew apart to months. And then one day, when we haven't talked for about maybe half a year or a year, or maybe even two, I don't remember. But I it was her birthday. And I, I always say happy birthday to all of the friends I, I talk to, even, even if it's just like a slight sort of connection that we still have um i try to keep contact and again if we even if we don't talk i end up saying happy birthday and at some point we ended up calling and our call lasted for like four hours we had so much to talk about like i was saying before it's really we haven't talked for a long long time but we still felt close enough that we could share all of our personal experiences our feelings we we were emotionally close even though there was a lot of distance between us and I feel like that's what adult relationships should be like and kids who don't really get to experience that early on and don't know when to put in the effort or they make the mistake of not making in the effort or, or not putting in the effort it they they experience this and then they learn from it or at least hopefully they do and that's an important thing to have even like Everybody goes through it at some point when an important person ends up moving away or walking out of your life and you still want to keep in contact and they end up not doing it or they end up doing it right. And I feel like people in like romantic relationships when the, the reason they say that long distance is hard is because they're not used to putting in the effort and I feel like if everybody had the experience of doing it, um, they'd long distance isn't actually that scary that's actually a good point i think <laughs> that's a great comment
<laughs> I talk a lot in this episode. That's good though, because I honestly, I have experiences, experiences with distancing, but I can't really remember all of them, because they're all kind of a blur. Probably because I don't really want to remember them. <laughs> I kind of have no choice. Well, if any of you have similar experiences, I have an idea. We could do a relationship advice episode. Yeah, because honestly, okay, here's the fun part. She's in a relationship. <laughs> I have it. I literally don't care. I wish I can just grow old by myself, have a cat, eat dessert, and sleep, you know? So there's a whole <laughs> balancing thing. You only live once. <laughs> yeah. I honestly... You know what's weird? I feel like people who haven't been in relationships or minimal relationships, it's either they have been in a relationship, like a lot. Or it's just single. Or they're single. They have the best relationship advice. Because they're objective. They they don't have, they don't participate in it, so they don't have a bias. Oh yeah, that's true. It's like... Psychology. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I took a psychology <laughs> class, so I'm very proud of myself. So yeah, we could do that, I guess, but... We will need um, input from other people. So yeah, feel free to go to our Instagram and DM us. Once we have enough for an episode. Or we could just include it into one of our episodes. Yeah, we could do it as an opening segment if we want. Yeah, if anybody ever needs advice about anything that is appropriate and uh, speakable... Feel free to let us know. We will give you our input on it from our high school, almost done with um, ages. POV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was an Ariana Grande moment. Anyways. <laughs> See, I don't understand that reference. <laughs> Something uh, we talked about in another episode. I am not in touch with anything, any culture related. <laughs> And that will probably be it for today's very long ass episode. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it and, and had have a good day. A little peace of mind, I guess, because I don't really know. Okay, have a good day. See ya. Bye.